What is up, y'all? Good, good fucking evening. Welcome back to the fucking fifth. It's your boy, Palace of the Human. I want to say at first, first things first right here, happy International Women's Day. I want to give a shout out to all the very wonderful ladies in my life, my best friends, my my mom and my grandma, and everybody else who is out here living and making shit slap. You know what I mean? Miss out here, man. Motherfucking, um, today for this podcast, I really want to bring to light on this, um, article that I found out on Cannabis Now in, um, relating, relating, um, pot smoking with increased sales in junk food, which can sound like a no-brainer, but before that, I do want to put out in the air that, um, how my how my last like 48 hours have been it's it's really been uh, a nice like dandy day yesterday if um if you haven't noticed on my instagram i had posted a picture that i was zoinked i definitely was um using a medicinal you know um fungi this the comps the comp psilocybin trip in other, in, in other words, I ate some motherfucking shrooms yesterday. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, yesterday was a very, um, very calm experience. I've had, I've had, I haven't had a, a very calm shroom experience in a very long time. Most times, my my dosages are very heroic, and I never really get to have a smaller dose that isn't me have, have that, that, does, that does not have me like doesn't have the walls screaming or shaking or has me feeling all types of ways but instead I had a very nice relaxing calm 1.6 grams edible shroom edible shrooms shroom trip I believe it was I believe the strain for the for the for the shroom was psilocybin cubescent and I actually want to search up a little bit on that strain because it was very chill. My um my my um running with comrade <laughs> I can use whatever the fuck word I want. Um but not too my homie um he had told me this this um tip to where you to where you take the shrooms and you would have them soaking in orange juice for around 10 minutes 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And I had experimented with that yesterday, and I find it to be a very, very great experience with the added like um, citrus that I came. I want to see more on that on that tip they gave me. Let's, for first, let's see that psilocybin cubescent. cubescent. this real quick um yeah man so i really hope everybody here is having a great fucking day cubensis okay so this is will be it's a, very, it's a species of psychedelic mushrooms 
Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna find some. Name me a description. Uh, let's see. Becoming broadly convex to plain in my age, it may retain a slight umbo margin, even reddish cinnamon brown when young. Let's see. I want to move. I want to find more. A, I believe these might have been the spore baby. Let's see. No. I believe this was just uh, a very another. Oh, I saw it's a peach Juventus. Okay, G, huh? Family. Okay, anyway. Anyway, um, yeah, man. Now let's find out more about. Side-side mushrooms. Mushrooms. Soak in orange juice. What is what is this phenomenal here? Ah. That is a that, that, that's what it does. That's what it had done. The uh, the citrus from from the orange juice breaks down the psilocybin into psilocin, psilocin, which is the actual hallucinogenic. So rather than your body having to do all the work and bring down the psilocybin, the juice kick starts the process, giving you a more rapid absorption, absor- absorption and higher concentrate. And higher, higher concentration, resorting in a shorter, more intense trip. Ah, I see. That was that was definitely what it was. That it was, and that's very nice. Like. Is that look at that? I'm reading. I'm reading some some information here about, about on, on on Reddit, and it's saying that will we'll soaking it for three hours will break the salicin the, the, the further to a point where it will no longer be psychoactive. Would you look at that? Ah, very nice. So it does give you. It, it gives you a kickstart on on breaking it down, so you don't have that much of of a stomach discomfort because that that tends to happen a lot. I see where the orange juice came in. Cause most, a hundred, like eighty percent of the time that I do shrooms, I get a stomach discomfort off the rip. It's like, oh man, like I feel like vomiting. But anyway, yeah, yesterday was a very nice, calm, very calm trip. It was. I spent it with two other creatives. It was um, Swan Nosta and also Numb Soul. You can find them. You can find them on, on Instagram. They are both very, very great creatives in their lane of art. So, Swan Nosta is is a rapper, and he is from the he's from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. I've known Swan Nosta for a very long time. You should definitely check out his work. He is he is backed by his producer, which is Numb Soul. I've also known him for a very long time. You guys should you guys should also check them both out. Definitely tap in, tap in, tap fucking in. <laughs> anyway, it was a very nice experience. We got to we talk about how um our music moves, and we got to bring in um ideas together. And one thing that we were speaking about. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. One thing that we were speaking about, if I remember correctly, was um a slang a slang of um. 
of words that we're going to be using, or, or, or I think we were just talking about words in slang, words in slang, words that we were going to make into slang. So one thing with the whole um, idea of the fifth dimension is that the fifth dimension is a different, is a is a whole another level dimension of thinking. It is another essence of thought that happens in a different world, and this happens when you get into a into a playing field with the other individual that your thoughts are in a sense one because you don't really need the power to talk when you have this this connection through through the fifth and you in a sense you may say it's like mind reading but everybody everybody fifth dimension or not is possible of doing it and definitely one thing that on the slang words that was being changed was um gonna be the um one thing I wanted to do was the word Brody <laughs> funny with the, the word Brody I want to change the B's to a five very calm situation very calm situation five 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 as well f- please follow the um the 555 um records IG you can find both their IGs on that, on that, on that Instagram, and I will also have them. I usually usually post their um their content onto onto my stories. So you guys should definitely keep your eyes out for that. But anyway, besides that, I want to get, now get into these two top these two um not two um this um cannabis article that I found out recently on cannabis and now. So with marijuana with marijuana legalization, it increases junk food sales. Now, off the bat, it does sound like, well, duh. And the 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 uh, how it shows here that from the sources being, um, I think there was a it was a study done in the Social Science Research Network, the journal. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> And that junk food starts flying off the shelves as soon as legalization take hold. Now, the coincidence is none, right? It is it's given. But there is this um this turn of a culture that has been going around in the cannabis culture that we want to alleviate and change off from current stereotypes or from or like disconnect from this like disconnect from stoner stereotypes from over the years that became from Mostly renouncing like the burned out, burned out behaviors and fashion, and even the language that once made the scene a hell, a hell of a lot of fun. It was really like we are trying to push away from these old stereotypes that every stoner is unproductive, every stoner is um, dressing in like baggy clothes, or you would say a hippie, or can't have a uh, a very stable job that isn't like creative or or um, low end. Nothing, 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 nothing like um, uh, like white collar, like white collar America and um, stock room. You know what I mean? Like very, very professional environments where in reality marijuana is being smoked and used in different vehicles by different types of individuals. And yeah, man. So. It's been a, it's been a, it appears that really 
even without all of these, um, destroying all these stereotypes, there is a given that one thing that, that does not change will be the munchies. The munchies just do not leave. So, um, sure, there are, like, there are users that they, they don't, part like, um, they don't, um, indulge in very, like, fatty foods when they, when they get the, the, the hunger, the hunger for, like, from, and the munchies from ingesting cannabis, but it's proven to, but those, um, there, there are plenty of, like, um, there are just plenty of, of um, what is it, uh, studies right now, by plenty, I think it's one, but anyway, um, in legal states, they say, that in legal states, it's been shown that chip sales have went up by 5.3%, and cookies have went through a 4.1%, as well as ice cream and other and other um, foods have increased by 3.1%. Like These numbers do seem small, but really, it's noticeable for a change that after legalization, everybody is getting high and everybody's getting too much and getting too much down. And really, this was this um this article bring me brought like it caught my eye because not not only like too far ago i learned i learned i, I found um i found a, i found an article about how pot users like pot smokers are actually in i'm not saying better shape are in are skinnier than average users who don't use marijuana very funny so it is it is confirmed that that that, that there's an increase there's an increase in chip sales and junk food sales, when legalization happens, when legalization happens, but the the waste the waste of cannabis users remains to stay um, thinner thinner and less than their average counterpart. So, what what happens really is that um. What is it? Researchers at the University of Nebraska, the Harvard School of Public Health, have found, I did a, a sample over 4,600 adults, and about 12% of them self-identify as a current like, marijuana users, and other 42% reported having used the drug in the past. And the participants were tested for various measures of blood sugar control and their fasting and insulin and glucose levels. Insulin resistance, um, um, cholesterol levels, and waist circumference. So they are, they will be testing their how their body um, controls their sugar, the levels of sugar, and their <coughs> and the waist and the um the circumference of the waist. Now, when done in the when finished by them when this um experiment got got um finished, the results were that current marijuana users had a significantly smaller waist circumference than participants who had never used marijuana. Even after putting um, factors including age, sex, and tobacco, and, and alcohol use, and their physical activity, they had high levels of good cholesterol, and the significant differences between those who smoke marijuana and those who never or no longer did was that current smoker and smokers' insulin levels were reduced by 16%, and their insulin resistance was, redu- was reduced by 17%. And so... What this, what this implies is that, what this implies is that marijuana users have a lower 
can have can have a lower incidence of diabetes in the in the in the in the fact that marijuana helps control and regulate body weight and insulin and insulin control. So what this can be is that is it be that marijuana it helps it helps keep the food that you have eaten and use it for better energy purposes. Like it helps you um regulate how the, how, how, where the sugar goes, how how the how how is um um process with, with your blood and helps control your body weight and this can make more can make a plenty of sense and as well that many users many users do not um many users they tend to to smoke right when they want to eat and not really um i'm sorry no many users tend to smoke when they're when when they're um when they're about to eat and not usually and not usually um smoke like very much smoke after no i'm sorry eat plenty after they eat after they smoke that's a very like common phenomenon we have people come in they're like oh no no i wait i wait till i wait till i until i smoke for me to eat and it's very much given like when you smoke right before you have your meal you enjoy it more rather than having people who smoke who um who they would they would smoke and then eat and then have this never-ending munchie that is like i want this this and third and then you end up with a plate with a pizza uh, an ice cream sandwich some chips and like a bottle of arizona and then you're wondering like what as well there's also a, a certain amount of of um users who actually enjoy smoking after they eat I'm one of those users. I enjoy smoking after I eat because when when I when I smoke after I eat, I feel less bloated. Cause and and also, I I don't tend to to overeat as as it happens to many people that they smoke and then they eat one thing and then they want to eat again right afterward because they have the munchies. When when I go, I like to eat first. And then it's, and then get full from whatever I have without without having to alter my um my my, my like my um my hunger, and then afterward if I'm very if I'm very full I smoke after, and I feel very and I feel balanced, and yes, this whew, this has really been um a dandy podcast really I wasn't thinking it was gonna go. At- as far as I as I wanted to, because I had I had planned I've been planning to do this on at seven o'clock, and instead of that I'm being I'm pumping it out maybe like at nine o'clock for y'all. But um, definitely tap in and stay tuned because on Tuesday I'm gonna have um Drug Story Tuesday, and I sh- might have um Swan Nasta Swan Nosta get on get on the um, get on the podcast. If it won't be Tuesday, it would be, it would be my um, my Friday podcast, and definitely just tap in more content and let's fucking go, guys. Again, happy International Women's Day. 